All right, guys, here we are. Special bonus episode three. Only a day removed from episode two. We don't normally do this, but we just had to bring it to you. I'm Michael Justice. This is the fifth round. Unfortunately, Rick Valentino is still dealing with some personal things. Uh, he will be back, hopefully, for episode four. But today, man, if you thought yesterday's episode was good, I got an even better one. I got the welterweight champion, Dre Villalobos, in studio today here to talk about his career and his upcoming title fight against michael anderson the number one contender i'm i'm excited uh dre are you here i'm here thanks for having me here absolutely man thank you for be- for being a part of it uh thank you for you know being on the third episode i had I knew i had to get you in early um just being as like you're one of the very few undefeated fighters in the cfc and uh, to me, that is just mind mind boggling because you know the the competition seems to be getting stiffer and stiffer. Yeah, for sure. You know, CFC have ran into some tough opponents. Um, I actually want to let everybody know. Um, you know, Rick. He unfortunately he's not here, but he's the one that actually got me into the door. You know, just to start my CFC career. And um, yeah, everything, everything's been going. Everything's been going well. Just uh, just got the my second title defense coming up. So, um, you know, I got a tough opponent. Um, not many people know, but we've actually fought in another league. But uh, the league's dead now, so this is the fight that really matters. Right. Perfect. Uh, so, uh, and I'm probably going to say it every episode until I'm not anymore, but I'm still relatively new to this whole community. But I got to tell you, man, I've seen your last three fights or yeah your last three fights i saw the you fight before you won the belt i saw you win the belt and then i saw you defend it and i gotta tell you man your striking to me seems to be on a whole other plane than a lot of these kids that you're coming up against right yeah so basically the um, the type of fighter that i am you know um i like to you know wear people down like i like i like to you know work the body a lot get them tired and then uh and then once they're tired i, I like to kind of you know turn turn the fight into like a firefight get someone to overcommit, make a mistake and uh when, when they do that's when i you know i like to counter and then just hit them with a big shot right right so i i don't think it's any secret your fight against um deuce jones probably gonna go down as one of the nastiest knockouts in cfc history um, I mean, that thing, you, it, it, it was such a perfect punch. Can you kind of explain to us, cause this is, this is your first title in the, uh, in the CFC. So can you kind of explain to us, um, to me and the listeners here, what, what, what thought process now looking back on that sequence, like what goes through your head, man? Yeah. So, um, before I go into a fight, I mean, I always watch, you know, my opponents, at least I'll watch at least one fight. And then I kind of know uh, what they want to do. So I mean, with uh, when I when I went to Duke, you know, I kind of I kind of felt he was going to throw an uppercut. Um, so that moment, I felt like the uppercut was coming. You know, I, I, I slipped the punch, but it ended up being a flying knee, which it turned out even worse for him. So I just ended up with a crazy knockout. I, like I really thought he was throwing an uppercut, but but you know, I'll take that knockout. Right. So you, you seem to be, from, at least from everybody that I, I speak to, either on this show or, or even just in, in a general conversation uh, when we talk about fighters, um, two things come up about you. 
One is the fact that you hit like a, a fucking Mack truck. And two is that you're real sneaky and accurate with those flying knees. Is that something that you, um, you, you know, consciously worked into the game plan? Or was it one time you, you just happened to throw it and you're like, oh, you know, wow, this, this hit and that did a lot of damage. But, you know, let's see how, where this takes me. No, it's something that I, that I do a lot, especially if I'm playing uh, in ranked or if, I, or if I'm sparring. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, like, if I, if I get, get somebody stunned to the body, you know, they're going to cover up the body. It leaves their head wide open. Um, so, I mean, that's a, that's a perfect time. You know, I like to use that flying knee. Or just like another situation, like if I rock someone to the head, so, sometimes they, they duck their head to avoid like a, like a hook. So I just throw a knee because c- their head is, their head is right, right there. So, right. Um, so I, it's something that I, that I worked, you know, you know, many times. And then I'm glad I was able to, to show it, you know, and put on some highlights. So yeah, it was it was definitely a highlight. Um, so you win the belt in probably the most devastating fashion that I think I have ever seen. Uh, then you know, a, a little a little while goes by, um, and then you get your first defense here. Uh, you know, you defended your belt not too long ago, and it looked maybe like you were in a little bit of a pickle early on in the first round, but you found your way out of it. Is that an accurate statement, or were you? Do you feel you were in control uh, basically the whole time? Uh, so I felt like I was in control the whole time. You know, I did make a little mistake. I mean, it could have cost me the fight. You know, um, you know he, he timed a perfectly, you know, good elbow. You know, uh, when I was going for the knee, a little bit too close in the pocket. Um, so yeah, I mean. Uh, I mean, I, if if I was him, I probably could have ended that fight if I would have thrown a strike. Uh-huh. But I mean, I stayed, I stayed, I stayed cool. You know, I he threw the one two. So I, in my in my mind, I, I just thought he's gonna throw the head kick. So I just I just I just ducked it, and then boom. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a beautiful sequence. Uh, the the end of that fight. Um. So you have? Would you say? Michael Anderson coming up this defense, maybe your your toughest fight in the CFC because uh, I just you know I just had him on the show. He had a lot of good things to say about you. Um, he really did, and it was I, I said to him it was pretty refreshing uh, to get away from the toxicity that you see often in this community. But uh, do you feel he's a tough opponent, or are you are you with kind of the majority of the people who who think you know he really he doesn't really have a dog in this fight? I'd like to get your your thought on that? No, I, I know he's a tough opponent. Um, you know, he's he's actually beating some really good people. You know, the he's beating uh, George. You know, he's considered one of the goats in the PS4 side. Uh-huh. So I mean, he you know, he, and I, I heard his podcast. He's talking about retiring. So I mean, I think he's earned the right to do that. You know, he's accomplished so much. Um. So, but this fight, you know, you know, I'm already a two time champ. If he, uh, if he, he's, he's, uh, he's on my heels, he's trying to win, uh, the belt for the second time. So I believe he really needs to, you know, win this fight and then maybe win one more to kind of, kind of, kind of truly be, uh, the GOAT. But I mean, he, yeah, he's definitely tough and I know he, he's, he's skilled. He, he, it's hard to. Okay. So, yeah, and this is what, this is like I, I said uh, when Michael in here, it's so, 
it's it's a little weird, right? Because you guys are getting ready to fight. The fight is this Sunday. And there doesn't seem to be a lot of bad blood, any animosity. There's no real trash talk going on. It's really respectful. Um, do you just think that's just who you guys are personality-wise? Or is there just there's just too much respect there to for there to be bad blood? Uh, so I think it's just um, who we are, you know. Like if I were if I were to come out here and try to talk trash, it would sound you know like yeah inauthentic. Like mm-hmm. I'm just kind of more I'm just like a man, a few words, and I can see that uh you know Michael Anderson is as well. So it it, it just it's just how we are, but you know we just let our fighting do the talking for us. Okay, so I posed this question to to, to Michael Anderson, uh, so I'll pose it to you as well. Um, Sunday night, the fight goes your way. You have Moroccan Lion sitting in the wings as interim champ. Is that something that interests you at this point, or, or is that even a thought? Because there are some good contenders that, you know, maybe maybe Montana gets a, another shot at the belt if he can string together a couple wins. Or or do you would you like to try and convince Michael Anderson and do an immediate rematch? You know, maybe give him another shine depending on how it goes. Like if the fight's close or, or anything like that. Yeah. So for me, you know, um, I guess it kind of depends on how the fight goes. Like, you know, if I'm able to finish it, you know, you know, with another mm-hmm. highlight, I'd like to just move on and uh, definitely just take on Moroccan Lion. Um, well, not, it's to, a raise... not to cut you off, not, not to cut your answer short. Yeah. If you if you do win, that would put you two at one and one. So wouldn't a rubber match make sense? Yeah. No, I understand. Um, a rubber match would make sense, you know, but in the first fight, you know, it was a decision. Right. But I come out here and finish it, I believe okay. I can move on. Okay. I, I believe I, I have the right to move on. Right. Okay. And if, and if I was Moroccan Lion, that's something that interests me, you know. Ever since he, I, I've seen him jumping up the ranks, you know, I've right. kind of been, you know, th- preparing, you know, see what he's doing. And actually, you know, the way Michael Anderson put him out, that's kind of how. Like, like if I fought him, I was thinking how I would put him out as well. See, that's that's seems to be the consensus with, um, I would say, a good percentage of people. A lot of people are rooting for you. Um, I think, and you know, maybe maybe I'm a little off, but I think a lot of people are rooting for you, Dre, not just because of your talent and your skill, or maybe because you're a likable guy, but I think the fact that you are a champion. And, you know, people want to see long runs. They want to see those George St. Pierre-type title runs, those Anderson Silva-type title runs. Um, do, do you feel that, like, it's, it's a little bit of that, or maybe, you know, you just, maybe you just have a lot of fans? Uh, well, I mean, I, mean I, I guess it can be a little bit of both. I mean, it's always nice to see, you know... Uh, you know, someone go down. You know, as one of the one of, as being a legend and and having multiple title title defenses. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but I can also see you know, um, just people supporting me just because uh, they they see my fights and they're a fan. But, I mean, I'm not to be honest. I'm not too sure. Okay, so you're still you're five and zero oh, right in, in the CFC. So you're still relatively new to the organization. You know, you, this will be your sixth fight. Uh, let's say you go out there, you put your stamp on this fight. You go out there, you put your stamp on uh, Moroccan Lion. Are you are you maybe trying to to tie in for a super fight, um, or is it? Are you just content to to sit on your throne in in the welterweight division? Uh, for me, you know, um, in any league that I fight in, I'm always trying to do like super fights. 
Um, but typically, you have to you have to defend the title a few times. Uh, so um, so that's that's always my mindset. Just uh, you know, get the belt, you know, defend it a few times, and then from there, just you know, definitely create a super fight. I, I mean, so if, if if I win this fight, I can definitely look to uh, maybe fight against the lightweight guy. I mean, there's a lot of options, but first, I got I got to take care of business on Sunday. Right. So, what would you say? You know, let's move moving on a little bit here. What would you say would be your biggest accomplishment so far in as a member of this community? I definitely, you know, we're just winning and defending uh, this CFC belt. I mean, I've I've won uh, some belts in other uh, leagues, but uh, just the CFC belt—that's the one that I, you know, that's the most important to me. Because uh, you know, when I won it, it was in my hometown, well, my parents' hometown, I should say, you know, in Mexico, with a you know beautiful flight uh, counter. So I mean, so that belt is the one, is the one that means the most to me. So there's a lot going on with the CFC here with, you know, possible weight class additions. Would you see yourself possibly if a middleweight division was added trying to go up and become a champ champ at a higher weight class? Or do you think the super fight with the lightweight champ would be a better bet for you to to hit champ champ status? Because as far as I know, I believe, and I could be wrong. Uh, I think there's only there's been very few champ do- double champs in the CFC. I know Borja Sokolov was the first one. Uh, mm-hmm. So, is that something that would really interest you? And, and which way do you think you would go? Would you go up or down? Uh, so I mean, it kind of depends on how I feel. Like if I, you know, we'll see how this fight goes. If I feel like I'm slowing down, maybe, uh, maybe go up and wait. But um, I feel like the bigger opportunity would be at lightweight, you know, to, to take on a guy that's undefeated 7-0. You know, imagine two undefeated champions going at each other. That's a really big fight for the CFC. I think, I think, uh, I think it is. I, I really agree with you there. Um, but my, Michael Anderson, he's, you know, he's your focus this week, as you, as you said. Do you, do you feel, in a way, maybe a little, a little disrespected that, you know, if he does win, um, he's just planning to, to to ride off into the sunset. Like you said earlier, obviously he's he's earned the right. Um, but his plan his his game plan is to go in there, put hands down, and walk mm-hmm. walk out and walk away as the CFC welterweight champion. And that would really throw a a pretty big wrench into the division. Um, so is that, is that something that like, maybe it, it fuels you a little bit, maybe you want to, you know, you want to maybe punish him a little bit more f- just for that, that thought process. Uh, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'd take it as disrespect. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, if he wants to step away, you know, it's his decision, but it, it just, you know, I just, I just feel like, you know, if I were him, the job would still not be done, you know, just being a two-time champ. Because uh, that's where I am right now. I think, I think to really you know separate himself, maybe just you know defend the title one more time. If he, if he wins. So I, I 
I had this conversation with him, and he's he, talking about how he's perpetually the underdog. You know, he's, he's always been the underdog in his career. Um, but would his, with his name and his, in reality, star power, like, in, you know, he, he will be a Hall of Famer one day. Do you find that maybe the, the, the shoe is on the other foot here and that maybe you're coming in as a little bit of an underdog? Or, or do you just feel that, no, he's right, he's the underdog, he should be the underdog uh, because I'm going to win this fight? Yeah, so um, you know, if this rematch, you know, uh, was taking place a little bit while back, you know, after our first fight, I think it would make sense, you know, if I was the underdog, you know. But it's been, uh, you know, four months since we last fought. You know, I've accomplished many things since then, and I've gotten a lot better. So I feel, I feel confident that I, you know, you know, being the being the favorite of the matchup. So you you feel that you know you're the, the, he's right, he's the underdog here. There's there's no, are there are there any butterflies? Are there any like nerves going into this? Like, obviously, there's always always carry a little bit of nervousness in with you in, in any fight. But this is, I in my opinion, and again, um, I, I I can't you know admit to knowing anything about your your work outside of the CFC, but I feel like in the CFC, Dre, th- this has got to be. Your big, not only just your biggest fight, but your biggest test. Yeah, no, this definitely is my biggest test. Um, even though I, I believe I, I'm rightfully the favorite, you know, I can't uh, underestimate anybody. You know, it, this will be my biggest test because, you know, um, you know, Michael Anderson is good anywhere the fight goes. Like if, like if we keep it standing or go to the ground, you know, he he, he can uh, he can keep up. So that's my plan. Just to be as unpredictable as possible, and just you know, just catch them. So perfect world, you win. You then go on. You unify the belt against Moroccan Lion. Now that fight, I know you said it has interest to it. Do you are after after this Sunday? Are you planning on taking a little bit of time away? Maybe a couple events? Are you looking to get right back in there? Uh, so I mean, I'm I'm down to get back in there. I know. Uh, Moroccan Lion is sitting out a week, so so maybe I can sit out a week or so. But I mean, but I can get 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 back in there as soon as possible. You know, timing really doesn't matter to me. I kind of prefer to stay a little bit more active. You know, I, you know, I do better like that than if I have a, a too long of a break in between the fights. So, unification happens. Let's say you win that. What's next? Who who do you see? After your unification, but who who would you say is the next the next in line to, to get a shot at your belt? Who are you looking at? Uh, so um, you know what I've been thinking, you know, yeah, you know, t- you know, f- you know, fight Michael Anderson, you know, defend the belt, you know, obviously I got Moroccan line after that one, and then um, another a big name, you know, that's that's still active, you know, would probably be uh. George Capuano, you know, I've always wanted to you know, have a fight with him since he's considered one of the best. Okay. Have you ever thought of maybe where your career is going to, to land you? Do you see yourself being a CFC Hall of Famer? Do you see yourself being considered 
maybe even the George St. Pierre of this welterweight division in the CFC. Yeah, with the way, you know, things are going now, you know, if I continue to uh, just defend the bell, you know, do it in impressive fashion, then hands down, I'll, you know, I'll be, you know, compared to, to GSP. Okay, so I'm going to list off a couple names for you, right? These are, these are the, the guys that are, are really breathing down your neck, right? So we know about Moroccan line. We know about Michael Anderson. You still have Tony Montana sitting right there at number two, and then you have Amir Khani sitting at number three. Right. Either one of those guys. I mean, I know you, ju- you just beat Tony uh, not too long ago, but, you know, he, he did look impressive. Maybe is there any interest in, in anything there? Or do you think that these guys still need to, uh, to, to prove a little bit, to, to step back into the ring with, with the champ? I, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, so Tony, I, I feel like, you know, he definitely needs to prove he can get back in there. You know, I mean, you know, you know, I finished him and then, you know, I'm rocking lion, put him out pretty badly. So he definitely has, uh, some work he needs to do. Um, yeah, Maxim, you know, he's always in a, in impressive fights, but I still feel like he, you know, has to show us something, but I mean, if he does make it, you know, that, that would be a, you know, a fun fight. I mean, the, Right now, uh, I don't know if he's active, but um, you know, besides Moroccan line, the next guy that I see would be uh, Jorge. You know, if he, if he's active. Now, do you feel? Do you feel if you go out there this Sunday and you put on a dominant performance, um, and you you defend that title, that maybe it's a little bit of um, weight in your stock, a little, a little bit of backing in your corner for you to, to go to, to the bad man, to go to, 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 to the president, Jose, and tell him, hey, man, this is who I'm fighting. I want Jorge. That's the fight that's happening. I'm not fighting anybody else. Yeah, I mean, at that point, you know, being a, you know, if I defend the belt multiple times, you know, I feel like I've earned the right to, to call my shots. But just got to take it, you know, uh, one step at a time. You know, you know, each each person has different threats, so you got to, you know, you know, prepare for each uh, person differently. Right. So it's 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 a tricky situation, right? So you you have so much respect for you. Just seem like an all around respectful guy, right? Like you 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 don't really. Uh, tread on the side of of talking trash per se, but you also exude um, this level of confidence in yourself and in your skills as a fighter. That uh, and, and honestly, it makes it really hard to not like you. I, I mean, I'm trying really hard to not like you. You know what I mean? Uh, considering that, you know, I'm in your weight class, you know, and I eventually hope to, to, to be up there and, and to challenge one day. But God, God damn, man, I'm telling you, you are a hard person not to like. Yeah, I mean, I guess for me, you know, you know, I just, uh, I just like to have like a balanced approach, you know, not, not be too cocky, uh, but, not also, but also not be too overconfident. So just, just having a balanced approach is, is just the key. So I also, I want to I want to take it back a little bit here. I want to get a little bit more insight on you. You said that uh, Rick Valentino really he he really helped you get into the CFC. Um, what 
what was that process like for you? Uh, so, so basically, uh, I'll bring it back to um, how uh, me and uh, Rick Valentino, you know, we, we, we became friends. Just um, we talked about, you know, you know, possibly fighting each other in, in another league because I was making the switch from Xbox to uh, PlayStation. So, yeah, we got excited. You know, that's a big fight. So we just kind of became friends from there. And then um, I, I believe he was given the league for a little bit of time. Um, so, yeah, he just he just got me in. I mean, I, I I was trying to join for for a while, just uh, I just it didn't it didn't work out. But uh, once Rick took over, he got me in, and then you know it's it just been uh, going up from there. So here to stir the pot a little bit, uh, is that a fight that maybe interests you? I know Rick is the unofficial official uncrowned champion of the middleweight division back when there was a middleweight division. Um, is that maybe a fight that that? sparks your interest a little bit you know even even though your friends he he's an uncrowned champion he's right now the the bmf champion after beating kane brozilla um maybe down the line uh we get a a villa labos versus valentino uh so i mean i feel like for me you know um uh you know it'll be a few fights until uh until rick you know he wins that middleweight belt i believe he will um, so, so I think by the time he wins it, I, I'll, I'll probably have accomplished everything I wanted to do, you know, you know, here at uh, welterweight and then maybe, and then maybe a super fight, uh, lightweight. So, I mean, I don't, I don't really think, you know, oh, I'll probably look for the fight if I've already accomplished everything I want. Well, he is, he is ranked. He's, he's ranked, I think top, top five in the welterweight division right now. Yeah. Obviously, I'm obviously I got to play devil's advocate here, man. You know, I gotta, I gotta try and, and see what's going on. I'm obviously not trying to turn two friends against each other, but uh, you know, it's it's definitely a fight that I think would be interesting. Um, I think I honestly, if you want my honest opinion, I don't think there's too many fights in the welterweight division here that uh, wouldn't be interesting, especially in that top five. Um. I th- I think yeah. I I think if you come out on Sunday on top, I think it'll it'll be a, a stamp and a statement on the trend of your career. Is that fair? Yeah, to say? yeah, it's yeah, fair to say. So, I, I, I you know I I, I try to ask uh, I'll try to ask every fighter this. Um, Do you find yourself being, I, I, I guess, pigeonholed into a certain kind of fighter? Like, you know, because all, I mean, literally, man, all I hear is how heavy your hands are, how good your boxing is. Or, or is there more that you're just not showing us or, or are you just mainly, you know, you're, you're the stand-up guy? No, I'm uh... And I like to use my wrestling too. I mean, so um, I, so I mean, you know, early in the fights, I like to you know take people down with the you know that that uh, power double. Mm-hmm. And, and then you know once I have them down, I just I just try to you know drown them, you know, and then work the body. So my game plan that's pretty much everything I do when I you know in every fight, just just take them down, wear them down, and then just you know once they overcommit, 
Um, or if I can, you know, you know, get a good counter, I just, you know, hit him with a big shot. This man has not had to grapple in five, six fights in the CFC, <laughs> not yet once. Ladies and gentlemen, Rick Valentino, thank God you're all right. Is everything all right, bud? I know you were going through some personal stuff out there. Um, but I'm just yeah. glad you're here, man. Yeah, just background noise, background noise. Fantastic. Well, I'm glad you're here. Uh, definitely missed you with Michael Anderson. You know, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get him back on because I know you yeah. guys are pretty yeah. close. Uh, so I learned something today, Rick. I didn't know that you are actually responsible for it, you know uh, indirectly you were are responsible for the nastiest knockout in CFC history. I I was. Yeah, you were. You Dre said you were the one that got him into the CFC, and I think his. His knockout of Deuce Jones is probably oh, the- yeah, 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 yeah. Getting him into, I was gonna say, I, I don't think my, I don't think any of my knockouts is, is that. No, no, not you personally. Yeah. We all know you're a bum. Uh, I'm yeah. kidding. Yeah, no, um, that's true. That's real quick. Real quick before Rick hops in with, with the questions that he has. Is that a fight that interests you? Maybe a rematch with Deuce Jones, Trey? With who? Deuce Jones. I heard he's back. I, you know, I, I saw the. The pamphlet, the flyer, if you will. Uh, no, no, it's not a fight that interests me. Wow. Okay, Rick. Uh, if you have any questions, man, take it away. But I'm, I'm glad that you're here. Yeah, I just, uh, I, you probably went over this already while I wasn't here. But do you have any specific plans after this fight? Say, saying it, you know, if it goes your way. You have any specific plans or goals you want to set out for, or do you just you just gonna go with the flow and just see what happens, see what they offer you? Yeah. So, um, yeah, we talked about it a little bit. You know, you know, if I win this, uh, and if I defend the belt on Sunday, uh, I definitely will have you know Moroccan Lion next as he's the interim champ. Um, let's say I get past Moroccan Lion, um, another guy. Uh, you know, I kind of kind of had my eye on in the division. Is uh, Jorge Capoeira? Ah, uh, yeah, I, I I joined right at right when I his name was coming up. That's why I was thinking that might have been what you guys was talking about. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like you know, you know, if I keep uh, defending the belt, that'd probably be my next three fights, and then um, you know, and then and let's say I defend all those all those fights, then maybe uh, look for a super fight, probably go down to the lightweight division. Yeah, that sounds like a sounds like a good lineup of goals. Sorry about that. Um, so we we've gone over, you know, where you think your career is going to go. But if you had the option right now to match make any fight. Right, because let's let's be honest. You you have you and Michael Anderson, Brock Line in the wings, with Deuce Jones back, and anybody in that top five in, in this division. It seems like almost every fight you're going to have your hands full. So if you could kind of play matchmaker here, and maybe set up a, a contenders tournament, who who would you who would you put in there? You know what I mean? If if you care to, to answer that, if not, I completely understand. It is kind of a off the wall question. Uh, so I mean, 
so I feel like you know Moroccan Lion. He's the interim champ. So uh, so I mean, definitely give him the next shot. But uh, as for the other guys that 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 want to get up there, just you know, any of the other people that are ranked below him, you just do maybe just do a small you know four man tournament, see if and uh, maybe see who's next after Moroccan Lion. So do you think maybe it's maybe it, maybe it is a tournament, or do you think hey no no way? I think you know any of these guys they need to win one two or three three more to step in the ring with me. Um, being you know I'm the champ, you know, and this is again you know in accordance of you go out Sunday you defend the belt you win the unification um, battle. I don't know why I said battle. It's not medieval times. This is super weird. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Um, but you, you understand what I'm saying, right? Hey, hey, I, I actually have a question. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If you um, if you don't mind, is there? This is something I, I've that's kind of been raising a question in my head a little bit today, as I'm looking at the rankings. How do you feel about Moroccan Lion getting that that interim championship spot after? Taking a loss and then defeating two guys that just came off of losses. Does it does it really feel warranted to you? Like, is the, do you see him as a real contender, or or is it you know you feel like he's getting a push? Uh well, I mean, when you put it like that, I mean, now now, now you make me uh, start to over, to rethink it, but but I mean, I mean, his only loss in the CFC was to uh, Michael Anderson. And then you know he's right. beating everybody else below him. So, so I mean, I guess I guess then the number. I mean, the inter, the interim the interim champion that he has, you know, it, it, I mean, it kind of makes sense based on that. Like, I mean, I, I'm not sure uh, like who else uh, can beat him right now. But, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Do you feel like you have the skill set to beat him? Yeah, I believe I'm definitely you know more well rounded than um, Rocket Lion. I mean, I you know if, if I you know if we meet up, you know I'll definitely you know you know mix everything up. Uh, I'm not just gonna keep it standing. I, you know to beat him, I have to use my wrestling um, and just wear him down. I may even have to pull off a submission. Is that a fight that worries you? Because let's, I mean, he when he puts people away, he he puts them away badly. Well, it's a fight that uh, you know that gets me excited because I know uh, how dangerous he is. So it just means I have to be on my A game, you know, not make any mistakes, and uh, just get out of the way of that uh, crane kick. Yeah, you you guys just uh, made me think of a question. Actually, if you have you has a part of you been waiting on a reason to use your wrestling? Like, has a part of you been waiting to run into another wrestler? Because uh, I, I feel like a lot of these guys that you've faced so far, you you know, we've seen a takedown or two at times, but we really know you can use your wrestling when you want to. I feel like you've been testing yourself with your striking against these guys. Does a part of you want to run into a guy that wants to wrestle? Uh, to be honest, uh, after you know the matchups that I've had so far have been great. You know, I don't, I don't really like to go up against them like another you know good wrestler i mean yeah. i can do it if i need to but but i mean the majority of the fights i prefer to keep it standing most of the time 
True, true. So as a champion, um, I can only speak, you know, I'm trying, you know, just for, for just a personal question here, I guess. How often are you, are you in the gym and training and sparring with other guys? Or do you have a set group of people that you spar with? Or is, are you just, you're just that guy. You're, you're, you're John Jones. You can go out and, you know, party all weekend and, and come in fight night and just, you're ready. Uh, I think uh, you cut off. Oh, I, I apologize. So, but my question was, um, just as champion, like, are, are are you? Is there a set group of guys that you train with? Do you do you do a lot of training? Are you sparring, or are you are you like the the John Jones where you you don't really have to train, you don't really have to spar, and you just maybe you know play around for a little bit here and there, and then come fight night, you're. You're ripping and roaring, ready to go. I think, yeah, for me, uh, I think yeah, the simplest, yeah. the simplest way to put it is: uh, Are you shit faced fight week, or are you <laughs> zoom content? Yeah, uh, well, I mean, uh, there's been there's been some fights where I, I have been shit faced, but but, uh, <laughs> but I mean, since I've gotten the bell, you know, I've been more more uh, disciplined. But but basically, for me, you know, um. I do, I do play a lot on ranked, you know, sharpen up my skills there. Um, you know, I'll spar every now and then with uh, some people here in the community. Um, so I'm, so I, I'm always sharpening my skills, you know, you know, you know, consistently. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I've I seen, I've seen you running into a few of those guys up in the top five, top 10 in the world on, on the ranked. Yeah. I, I ran into uh, this, uh, this, this, this one player's name is a goat. 1099. Um, so yeah, I've seen his name high up in the rankings. So once we got matched up, you know, just recorded the match, and I just hit him with a vicious flying knee. Nice, nice. All right, I'm gonna rapid fire names here, and I just want to hear yes or no. Can you beat him? Draville Alabos versus Marshall Mind. I haven't watched uh, many of his fights. I mean, uh, to be honest. Come on, um, man! I was looking for for a straight up yes. You gotta. I believe you could beat him. That's that humility, guys. Hey, he's he's too humble for these questions. I'm trying to I'll step uh, up, and he's just not letting. I'll watch out. a little bit more of him, and then I'll get back to you on that. All right. I'll, hey, I'll be waiting on that answer. I'm be tweeting it out. All right. I mean, he, I mean, uh, you got another question or no? <laughs> Rick, you got anything, okay. bud? Uh, yeah. Any any names I would throw out? Uh. What, what, what about, I was thinking calves, but if we're going that route, what, what about Prioxus? Oh, uh, man. I mean, I, yeah, I watch him a lot. I feel like, I mean, I feel like I could beat him. I mean, I, I, I had him on, uh, on Xbox, but uh, I haven't built up the courage to be like, hey, man, let's spar. Yeah, yeah. I feel, Xbox. Like, I feel like he's the GOAT, but. Yeah, Xbox brings me to, to other guys like, like Suave, Jamie. Those those names, if you know anything of them. Uh, to be honest, like, uh, just mainly just uh, I've been watching, you know, just Prioxus. I mean, I actually learned a lot from him. Just yeah. like, got a lot of tips from them. I agree. I agree. I actually that just I just made my brought a question up from myself. Um, how how has it been on on the PlayStation side coming from that Xbox side? The game, uh, you, know, you know, the graphics are a lot better on PlayStation. I feel like 
that that made me a little bit better just because of that. Yeah, you're you're one of the few guys that have came from that side to PlayStation. Do you find yeah, the competition? Is there a difference in competition between the two consoles? Uh, so I mean, well, when I was on on Xbox, you know, I wasn't as good as I am right now. So I mean, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to say, but you know, there's definitely more there's more competition here in PlayStation. Um, but I feel like you know the guys at the top of the Xbox, the guys at the top of PlayStation. You know they're they're pretty even. Okay. So, so perfect world. How do you see Sunday going? So perfect world. You know I know Michael Anderson. He's tough. Like I'm not going to be able to uh, just just finish him in the first or second round. I have to uh, you know be technical and then uh, just wear him down. You know you know wear the legs down, then go up to the body, and then just you know. I see him. I see me knocking him out in the fourth round, just with a shot that he's not seeing coming. But you see, you see a finish. You don't see a decision. You see a a permanent, uh, 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 not a permanent, but a, a definite stamp on this fight. Yeah, I feel a finish coming. You know, going back to our first fight. You know, each round was uh, was really close, but we didn't have championship rounds, and I just felt like you know. I, if we went into that fourth round, I would I was going to be the more fresher fighter. Hmm. So, so now that we have the chance to, uh, with five rounds, I think in those in those later rounds, I can I can put a stamp on it. Okay, Rick. Anything else from you, man? Uh, no, I, I feel like I feel like um, you're you're asking the questions that I had on my mind. Okay. All right, Drake. Tell them where they can find you, man. Shout out your socials. Uh, just find me on IG, you know, Dre the Gentleman. You know, if, if you want to spar, you know, you got any questions or anything, I'm always there to help out. I mean, just like Michael Anderson said, you know, I'm here, you know, help the kids, you know. I used to be an alcoholic, but, but uh, you know, we don't all have to, we don't all have to you know, let, let our uh, addictions get the best of us. We can, uh, you know, get better and just, you know, live a good life. Absolutely. Great message, man. Great message. Absolutely. You guys are great guys for the younger ones to look up to. I appreciate people like you in the community. I'll tell you what, man. After that Michael Anderson interview, I wanted to hate you. I did. I wanted you to come in and, and be a asshole, but, but here you are, man. You're, you're just as likable, and uh, I, I got nothing but respect for you, man. I want to thank you so much for coming on the show, and I got to have you back on eventually. I got to. Yeah, for sure. Just uh, let me know. Absolutely. Uh, Rick, you got anything else? Maybe you want to shout out your socials, anything like that? Uh, yeah, you, you can follow me at uh, Rick Valentino185 underscore on Instagram if anybody wants to get any work in or is looking to join the CFC or anything like that. And uh, mainly, I'm, I'm just looking forward to this Sunday, man. These are going to be great fights. We got two of my boys, Dre and Mike Anderson, going at it two crazy good fighters and then in the co-main you got you know my italian my fratello giuseppe amoba going at it for the xbox title so this is this is just a sunday i'm looking forward to man definitely gonna be a great card dre i want to thank you again so much man for coming on the show rick i'm really glad you're able to hop in here at the end man you know you were definitely missed last time yeah uh, absolutely yeah i apologize for the lateness guys
no problem, man. We all get it. Life happens. Anything else from you guys before we sign off here? Nah, man. Just it was a uh, good, good hearing from you, brother. Uh, I don't got anything, but thanks again for having me. No problem. Thank you for coming on, guys. Episode three in the books. The champ Dre Villalobo stopped in. How could you not like the guy? He's just as nice, just as humble. This has been the fifth round. I'm Michael Justice for Rick Valentino and Dre Villalobos. We're going to have to catch you next time, guys. Episode four coming at you soon. See ya.